Welcome to Lore with Rick, the podcast hosted by me, Rick Stump, longtime tabletop role-playing gamer, writer, and basically bon vivant. I appreciate you coming by to listen. Today we're going to be talking about some recent play reports for a game called Boot Hill. Relatively obscure today, but one of the first big games created by TSR. Well, you might be able to call it big. Please do remember to visit our uh, blog at harbingergames.blogspot.com and view our products. We have links there, and we also have a great Discord if you have any interest in that. So without further ado, here's our show. Today's podcast is a session report from a series of Boot Hill games we've been playing recently. I first saw Boot Hill back just a few months after it hit shelves, but didn't really have a chance to play it until 1983 when I ran a one-year campaign of Boot Hill. We were meeting once a week. It was a great deal of fun. Since then, I've had a lot of one-offs, one-shots, recreations of this, that, and the other. But recently, I decided to ask, and the crew was very encouraging and enthusiastic, and we've now done three sessions of Boot Hill. I'm using a classic setup from Dragon Magazine called The Taming of Brimstone, something I remember reading as a child and really enjoying, and I wanted to put it in there to get that uh, flashback feel for everybody. The people playing are three of my sons, and that's Nick, Sam, and Jack, and they're having a great deal of fun. If you're unfamiliar with The Taming of Brimstone, it's a frontier town in Arizona where the marshals have all been driven off or killed. And the idea is the tamers come in, bring law and order to the town by only arresting or you know, they have to killing those that they can prove killed a crime and bringing the town under control and hopefully ending up marshals or moving on to the next town. The three sessions we had were a ton of fun. Uh, we've done them over the course of three weeks, one in person, but mostly over Discord. We'd use the Discord voice channels and use theater of the mind. Uh, we have a wide variety of characters. We've got a gambler who happens to be okay with a gun. We've got a quick-draw artist who's pretty good uh, with a bow and arrow or a knife, but he's not as fast, he's not that accurate with a gun. And we have the guy who looks like he's going to be the next marshal who's big, burly, and really good at fisticuffs and grappling. Going through the system, uh, we notice that we really enjoy the potential lethality of the game and how the brawling uh, sort of fits in very closely with AD&D brawling, in a, but in a slightly more streamlined fashion. Uh, after the play was over, we came to the conclusion that it would be pretty easy to make everything from a crime buster campaign to a space marine campaign using the base rules with just a few additions. Very flexible, very streamlined, very minimal. No true skills, just a handful of statistics that give you some other abilities. Perhaps the gambling score is the only thing that would be close to a skill. Play it was fast and snappy. Uh, every day you roll to see how many crimes are going to be committed, when they're going to be committed, who's committing them, and then go through it. Uh, the entire crew commented that they love the Gygaxian style of play, where you're using multiple random tables to determine what's going on, when, where, who, etc. It felt extremely 1970s, 1980s, and it was a, a huge amount of fun to play. We truly enjoyed it. Um, the gunplay can be extremely lethal, and yet at the same time, there are, the guys have been shot, your kids have been shot multiple times and are okay. It's that wonderful, goofy, oh, I'm just winged to, uh, you're dead. 
The play has been focusing on, of course, fighting crime. They've been averaging three crimes a day, lots of attempted murders and robberies, some murders, some uh, etc. We've had exactly two showdowns in the middle of the street where they called each other out and went out. And in both cases, the heroes prevailed. The cut-and-dried nature of heroes in D&D is a little less cut-and-dried in Boot Hill, just like it's a little less cut-and-dried in a lot of westerns, especially the non-white-hat, black-hat westerns. The uh, play was, uh, again, quick, smooth, you only need percentage dice, and the familiarity rules comes extremely quickly. I think that the most fun that they had was sneaking up on a, band, on a camp of outlaws and bandits in the middle of the night and then setting up a, an ambush where the brawler went in acting innocent while the gunman, who was an excellent sniper, was nearby and the guy with bow and arrows was close by as well because he's very accurate. A coordinated ambush would allow three people to take out six with only a few minor wounds and the deciding factor was actually um, the master brawler being in close and preventing people from firing the guns as often. We're definitely going to continue the campaign. It's very fun. I highly encourage people to pick up Boot Hill. I know that it's available on drive-thru at a very low price. I personally recommend the third printing of the second edition. The rules between first and second edition didn't really change. They just added a few more optional advanced rules at the end. And the third printing is probably the clearest to understand the layout slightly different. The mechanics and, and uh, such of the game are very interesting. You roll statistics, and those statistics give you bonuses, and those bonuses are then used to determine your ability to quick draw or to hit a target with a gun or with a thrown knife, etc. It's actually very similar to uh, Early Rollmaster, where you have statistics, but those statistics are there to generate a bonus or not for your various skills. Very interesting. The percentage chance of uh, hitting is based upon just roll under percentage dice. And then if you do hit, then you go to either the mortal wounds chart, which is for knives, tomahawks, bullets, dynamite, or to the brawling and grappling chart, which should be pretty straightforward. Uh, looking at it, it would be shockingly easy to translate uh, the brawling charts and stuff to and from AD and in first edition, it's obvious in my opinion that they, that's what they did. Uh, drew them back and forth, and of course in the back in the DMG itself, first edition, there's a big section, a couple pages on how to directly translate Boot Hill characters into D and D, and vice versa, as well as Gamma World. We will uh, keep you updated with further updates on what's going on, session reports, mechanic reports, etc. But again, take a look at the rules. I think you'll enjoy them. So thank you once again for joining Lore with Rick. I do appreciate your time and your attention, and I hope that you come back again to visit us real soon. Thanks.